This is Beyond the Bell Tower, where an elite group of North Carolina State University students give us a behind-the-scenes look at their steps to success and show us how they attain even their lofty goals. These students, who are in the top 10% of the country, are active in student support services at NC State, a nationally recognized program designed to provide support for low-income, first-generation college students. Nationally, this population has an 11% graduation rate within six years. The student support services students surpass that rate each year and go on to become doctors, dentists, accountants, and engineers. They work at Google, Apple, and the NCAA. They have earned PhDs in Ivy League colleges. These students go well beyond the bell tower to reach this level of success. So the red and white night, mm -hmm. they um, wanted to the chancellor's office, wanted to promote, showcase, you know, different student stories who have benefited from um, resources and services based upon financial need. Mm -hmm. um, and so that people would donate money to say a person. Yep. So it's like representing low-income students. So when we go out or we, like the chancellor goes out and says, I need to raise a million dollars for financial need scholarships like Esmira. So you're giving a scholarship to, you know, Esmira, like this type of student. This is the student that you're going to be putting through school. Mm -hmm. um, and it's that emotional connection. Mm -hmm. So they can't have it on paper. Nope. Like when you think the power of that and you can relate it to an actual human experience. Um, and so it's like, why would somebody need to hear your story mm -hmm. to give money for financial need? Well, it's easier to ignore a piece of paper, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. It's much harder to ignore someone when you've seen, looked them in the eye. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when you see an actual, like, a person, a human yeah. being behind the number. Yep. Yeah. And anytime we hear statistics about children starving or people dying, well, they're just numbers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when we personally know someone mm -hmm. who, you know, mm -hmm. who... who who couldn't pay their tuition and couldn't continue, mm -hmm. who um, had, you know, medical crises or they grew up really poor and mm -hmm. struggled, like, with having a roof over their heads mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, eat, eating every night. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really hard to ignore their experience. Like, sure, you, you, might, you may be able to rationalize it away up to a certain yeah. point. But as at some point, like yeah. your your um your stubbornness won't be enough to get you through. Right, right. Ignoring right. this person. Right. Um. So I actually during that red and white mm -hmm. night, mm -hmm. I wanted to go into a lot more detail. So I was um edited down mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. lot more than I originally sent the responses back. Right. So I right, was right, made right. very palatable. Right. I felt yeah. like Eliza and like. Like, they were Dr. Doolittle, and I was Eliza in Pygmalion. Yeah. Like, they, they were, so. Well, it's like the audience. Like, know your audience. And what is the audience going to connect with? Mm -hmm. So that's why so afterwards, it's... when people were coming up to me, mm -hmm. and they were, like, hugging me and shaking my hand and, mm -hmm. like, telling me I did a fantastic job. Mm -hmm. and how so strangers were. Right, strangers. And people you would never have come in contact. I mean, yeah, we're talking millionaires. Yeah. We're talking people who make 
like five hundred thousand dollars a year. I don't know. Like I've never met those types of people before, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I I almost like didn't react because I didn't know how to react. Yeah. So it's like yeah, yeah. whatever. So like what, what, when so, they were coming up and hugging, what did you? Yeah, they were just telling me all these things about how moved they were by um, what I said and all those things, and um, and I was low key surprised mm-hmm. that they were moved at all. Why is that? Because well, I thought what I said was very very um. How do I temper, temperamental? Like it like was not very, unique. Like not even that. Yeah. It wasn't. I didn't think what I said was very emotional. To yeah. be honest with you, because like if I really got into details, yeah, you would sob. Yeah, like you yeah. would be sitting there in your seat. Yeah, and you would be sobbing. Yeah, and I know because yeah. I've gotten into details before with people mm-hmm. that are very very close to mm-hmm. me, and mm-hmm. they couldn't make it through mm-hmm. the details, mm-hmm. and I know that for yeah. sure, and that's why yeah. I spare people the details because yeah. I don't, I don't need them to like. I don't, I don't need, like, they don't need my poverty porn. Right. Like, you can, sorry. Right. sorry. No, that's my favorite term. <laughs> People love like, it, though. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. like, you don't, you don't need to, you don't need to hear this, because this yeah. actually happened, but it's okay, yeah. because it's in the past now. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't have to deal with this anymore. Right. You don't have to feel pity. Right. Like, this is not why I'm telling you this. Yeah. It's just what happened. Yeah. Um, so, like, for but example. But when you were speaking, right. you, did you saw people crying? I personally or, didn't see people crying because I was too big, busy trying to give my speech. Yeah, did but you they see, told me they did. Right, 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 right. Because some, I'm wonder, did you see people reacting when the other students mm-hmm. were speaking, or you weren't paying attention? You were kind of oh, in the so stage. in the front row, I definitely I saw people like very engaged, uh-huh. and then uh, I noticed when people were giving standing ovations. I yes. noticed those people, mm-hmm. and that one that was incredible. I noticed that the people giving standing ovations were generally women and younger. Mm-hmm. So that oh, was Oh, not nice. everybody standed, st- stood up? No, no, not, no. For After? Sh- for sure. Really? Like, really? Because in my section, it looked like everybody. Really? It, but I thought what I said was very tame. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I thought it was tame. Yeah. So I'm surprised that it got yeah. to people the way it did, because to me, that's just my reality. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that such a tame story, and mm-hmm. from my perspective, mm-hmm. was able to get to you, which makes me question... How tame has your experience been? <laughs> so, well, so I will say is that worldview, mm-hmm. like so your personal experiences shape the way you see the world. In like what's one of the great things of having diverse, like you have people ranging in worldviews mm-hmm. based upon experiences. And so from that, no one person, even if you grow up in the same household, siblings have totally different experiences. Oh, like, yeah. they tell stories completely different, even though they lived in the same, you know, mm-hmm. that. And so when you have something of your story that is not traditional, mm-hmm. like mainstream, yep. um, it's like a shocking um revelation Mm -hmm. i mean parents siblings who will go back and tell stories are shocked mm -hmm. at each other's story oh my god for sure my brother i'm 10 years older than him and he Mm -hmm. doesn't remember any of the immigration stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he was born in he was born after we got our permanent residency Mm -hmm. i think maybe during the like literally a month after we got our permanent residency he doesn't obviously remember that um i I spoke in my speech about losing my dad yeah he doesn't remember our dad yeah so he he was not like, I remember that night, like, it happened yesterday, yeah. and I will, it's, it's burned into my head, it's seared, yeah. and yeah. it will never go away. But my brother was in diapers mm-hmm. on, during that night, mm-hmm. and he doesn't remember anything. Yeah. And also, my mom went through so much with me mm-hmm. that by the time that she got to my brother, she kind of just chilled out. 
Yeah. <laughs> she just kind of chilled out. She was like, yeah. you know what? Asmira is doing fine. Yeah. I bet you'll turn up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It'll, work out, you know, it'll, it'll work out. You know, it'll work out with you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we have yeah. very different experiences. He's definitely a hundred percent American. I mean, he was mm-hmm. born here too. Mm-hmm. So a hundred percent, hundred, two hundred percent American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make fun of him mm-hmm. for it too. Mm-hmm. He's a little American. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Very different experiences. Um, so if you can read your speech so ever because we're alluding to it mm-hmm. so we're making references to oh, it okay. sure. yeah and then if my name is Asmira Polatova NC State is the only school I applied to because I wanted to do something extraordinary become an engineer who used my skills to make the world a better place after graduating with a degree in biological and agricultural engineering I will work at a national consulting firm where I did an internship it's dedicated to managing water resources Once I get my PE license, I hope to pursue water sanitation and hygiene in the international development context, a field in which NC State is a leader. Being here has opened doors that I never dreamed I could even stand in front of. Mm -hmm. So far, so good. I really Mm -hmm. like this paragraph. Um, I worked for a nonprofit on campus, advancing tree breeding for paper and lumber industries. I worked for extension, monitoring water quality across the state. I studied abroad in Spain. I volunteered around Raleigh and met alumni doing incredible things. I worked on a project for a school in Sierra Leone through our student chapter of Engineers Without Borders. In March, I will fly to Rwanda to promote STEM education and volunteer at schools in Kigali. I have attended conferences on international development, agriculture, and ethical leadership. But it hasn't always been easy. One night when I was 11, my my father passed away unexpectedly. My family went from having little to having less than nothing, but the community rallied around us and got us through the most difficult time of our lives. Poverty is a cycle, one that's often generational, but my parents were convinced that I was going to be the first one to break that cycle. My dad had always insisted that I would be the first to go to college and I would have the life that he and my mom never had. Even after I lost my scholarship because my GPA fell just under the 3.0 requirement, my mom always believed in me. Her faith kept me going. So this paragraph went from, like, I think, five paragraphs down to a few sentences. Yeah. So, for example, when I say my dad passed away, I went into detail. Yeah. And the details, Mm -hmm. the details are not nice. Right. He didn't have a heart attack. Right. He didn't just lie in bed and then one day he went to sleep. Yeah. No, he he died in a homicide. Yeah. Because we lived in a very dangerous neighborhood because that's the only place we could afford to live. Right. So literally, he was mugged about a hundred feet from our door. So mm-hmm. that is brutal. And that, that is, is different. Brutal. Right. Right. So <laughs> saying a death is like they're not all equal. Nope. This mm-hmm. wasn't, he wasn't sick. Mm-hmm. He was 36. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't just, pass away. He did not pass away. Actually, yeah. this line, I changed this line. Originally, mm-hmm. it was my father um, passed away in an, like, unspeakable tragedy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't talk like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I changed yeah. it. I'm like, I don't talk yeah. like that. That sounds yeah. like. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about how, like, people lose their parents mm-hmm. to crime. Mm-hmm. Because when you're clustered in areas like that mm-hmm. that are unsafe, mm-hmm. like, that's a very real possibility. In the mm-hmm. neighborhood I was growing up in, very few people, like, didn't have a violent death in their family. Right, 
right. muggings, right. Uh, drive-bys, like yeah. gang violence. All yeah. that was very, very common. Yeah. And, so, and that changes brains. I mean, they say it's mm-hmm. like that threat when you're always, they've done research um, of children in war, um, where it's, all, it's like a constant threat. It mm-hmm. changes the way your brain develops. I read that it like makes it smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it changes. Yeah, which I hope it didn't. I'm reading mm-hmm. books to mm-hmm. <laughs> counteract that. But mm-hmm. um, when I said my family went from having little to less than nothing, I really, I really like wanted to paint that picture. So, yeah. like for example, I think it's common in America to get life insurance, mm-hmm. right? So if someone does mm-hmm. pass away unexpectedly, your mm-hmm. your at least their funeral is covered mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that. Right. We didn't we didn't have any right. of that. So there we were able to pay for the funeral through community donations. Right. Um, I mentioned the fact that this was around Christmas time, mm-hmm. and that the local radio station actually put on our story throughout Matthews throughout Charlotte, mm-hmm. and that. Um, that was the month where we got community donations for supplies. We got food. Yeah. We got blankets. We even got Christmas presents. So yeah. I had I got this coat from Old Navy yeah. that I wore from fifth grade until, like, graduation of high school. Yeah, yeah. I'm a small person. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really changed in size. Yeah. Um, like, I remember my brother was, like, less than two years old. He was, like, a year year and something and then he was like tearing apart christmas presents that he got through community donations and Mm -hmm. my mom was trying not to cry Mm -hmm. because like again you're a kid like you think this is christmas you have Mm -hmm. presents Mm -hmm. so i really like so what is what does that say about community donations i mean like when people are giving like at math i mean you don't they gave us shampoo right i mean that's the thing like everything you still remember it like it was strangers yeah. that mm-hmm. a, a radio station. I'm not even sure how our story got picked up because mm-hmm. we didn't really know that many people in the yeah. community. I guess it was on the news. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, just strangers donated supplies. And I, yeah. I'm talking like the supplies were so thorough, like so thought out. Yeah. They even gave us like, um, what are those cameras called? Disposable cameras. Yeah. So we could take pictures during Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Very, very thoughtful mm-hmm. presence. Mm-hmm. Like I and still, not like you should just be lucky to get anything. Yeah. Like type thing. Like here's your can of beans. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Like we got, my brother got toys. Mm-hmm. And it was just, mm-hmm. I think I remember, I, I don't, co- don't hold me to this, but I think I got something for drawing, like a, like watercolors or something. Yeah. And I love to draw. Yeah. So that was a perfect present. Yeah. Um, my school held a hat day where you yeah. pay to wear a hat. Yeah. And they collected all that money and they donated it to my family. Great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's, that's what she meant by, like, the community rallied around us. Yeah. Um, a lot of... So my mom didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. She didn't have a job when mm-hmm. this happened because she had just a baby. Yeah. So yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. wasn't working. Yeah. Um, so, like, people in the Russian community who could speak English, who did know my father, yeah. they helped her find employment. Yeah. They helped us, like, find a place to stay. They helped us uh, sell my dad's car so we could yeah. have money. Yeah. Um, they helped her do all the paperwork with the funeral and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't, didn't mention this, but um, usually, like, you're entitled to Social Security. Yeah. Whenever there's, like, a, tr- like a, I don't know how to say it, like a tragic loss of a parent or something like that. Yeah, it's like any loss. Like, I feel like under... A certain age like wi- their social widows it's yeah. meant for like widows with kids yeah. yeah we didn't get it you know why yeah we lived in the county where we were at or something or yeah. we lived at that address for two years you yeah. have to live there for three years to be eligible 
So we didn't get any help. Right. So that's economic discrimination because people without money tend to move more. In search of jobs. Yeah. That's what we were doing. Right. And so that's like where it's legal mm-hmm. to do things Can like you believe that? that? If we had gotten those payments, we you. could have stayed in that mm-hmm. apartment. Because that mm-hmm. apartment, that rent back then was about 550 a month. Mm-hmm. If not less, it was probably mm-hmm. less than that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for a one-bedroom apartment. We could have yeah. stayed, and we could have, like, we could have made it work. Yeah. But we didn't get those. We yeah. didn't get that help. Yeah. So my mom was yeah. left with nothing mm-hmm. and a toddler. Mm-hmm. And uh, a dead husband. And, right, 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 and trauma. So uh, she cut all those. <laughs> she got a, she, uh, for, for good reason, like, for yeah, good yeah, yeah, reason, yeah, 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 yeah. she cut that out. But, yeah. I mean, you, you told me to just no, say what was on my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did. So then she. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I mm-hmm. listened to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the p- line about how poverty is a cycle, one that's often generational, mm-hmm. I put mm-hmm. that in. Yeah. That wasn't in there originally. Yeah. And um, But the rest the rest is true. My dad yeah. always was insisted that I would be, like, the first to go to yeah. college. He definitely yeah. believed in the power yeah. of education to, like, break mm-hmm. people out of poverty. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so and yeah. he's the reason I, like, in, like... It was never not an option for me. Right, right. So, um, I was raised by my father, single parent, and his thing, he had only um, earned an associate's degree, so he didn't, and he was tied to a family farm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, with that generation, like, there was an obligation, like, he had to run the family farm that had been done, like, for, like, there was no generation that wasn't, didn't own that, right. Right, right, right. And so if you're the male, you don't have a choice in that. It's, mm-hmm. like, expected. And so, um, and it was expected at such a young age. Like, he had part of his finger cut off because he was, like, eight years old driving a tractor. Oh, my God. You know, it's just, like, that was, like, you were that way. And so then with me, it was excited about all the different opportunities of me going away to college. Because I think he was living that. Is mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, go. Like, because he never had a choice, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, he had no choice as to what profession he was going to have. And so, um, then the summer after my sophomore year, he died in a car accident. And that was, like, my whole goal through college. I Like, my image was I was going to buy him a condo on a golf course in Arizona. And it was, like, this intense. And so, after he died, I had nothing. Again, no family, no, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And so I had to rely on the kindness of strangers. I stayed in strangers' homes. Because, mm-hmm. like, a friend of a friend would say, oh, you can stay with so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And I just did it, you know. And so that's the piece of why I do what I do sometimes is, like, if a stranger hadn't, like, of course I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if people hadn't have taken a risk on me, you know, like, where would I because I had nothing yeah 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 yeah. and it's like one of those pieces of it wasn't a logical decision mm-hmm. so like why stay in college and be homeless and like sleep with strangers because that's what your dad wanted for you like he did the things he mm-hmm. did because you were gonna have a better life because mm-hmm. of what he did mm-hmm. and so it, it's like even though I couldn't buy a condo for a golf course you know it's like it was still mm-hmm. like an emotional connection right. in the face of logic and you, so you keep that vision alive, mm-hmm. even if that person is no longer there. Mm-hmm. They're living through you, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, and so that's the piece with hunger and homelessness on campus. It's like if you are a student and you you are you can't pay rent, you're couch surfing, you can't afford food, and you're going without meals, 
and you're not doing like good work because you're just like struggling to you know you know sit up straight Mm -hmm. in class so it's like not logical for you to continue that path no right (laughs) no and so that's the piece of (laughs) so it's like what that whole drive that's in the face of logic like you would never advise you and ever, it's fucking powerful. You ever hear that quote? And I'm like, that's funny you bring it up. Mm-hmm. That um, being su- successful ultimately mm-hmm. requires a high degree of delusion. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it does. Like, honestly, if you weren't, mm-hmm. like, deluding yourself mm-hmm. into thinking that you were going to be successful no matter what happened, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would you really have that in you to fight mm-hmm. and to keep mm-hmm. going? Mm-hmm. So... so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> your story and my story are similar in that all you do is show up. As long as I show up to NC State, mm-hmm. first day, it'll work out. Like, I just mm-hmm. need to physically get there. That's how I did graduate school. Just I up. just showed up. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to apply because it was, like, a recommendation and all that stuff. Oh, wow. And I just showed, I'm like, it'll work. Like, but it's out of desperation. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any option. It's like, I've got to do this. Like, this is out of desperation. I have to have this graduate degree. Yeah. So there wasn't even a... It's like, you didn't, like, not show up. I never even thought that was an option. Right, because it's out of... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like my... Literally, my mm-hmm. dad died for me to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, quite literally, for me and my mm-hmm. brother to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you waste that kind of gift? Yeah. I mean, it's... Like, I saw exactly what they went through, even though I didn't mm-hmm. really understand it. My mom tried to hide it from me. Mm-hmm. I know she did. She did her best to, like, try to make my life normal. Mm-hmm. But there's only so, so much you can do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I saw what they went through. Like, my parents cleaned toilets for years. Yeah. Just to, like, make money for immigration yeah. lawyers. Yeah. Like, how do you just not pay them back for that? Yeah. And, yeah. like, you pay them back because their kids are everything to them. Right, right, so right, right. This right. is my way of paying them back. Yeah, yeah. And your your dream was the condo on a golf course in Arizona. Yeah, because I just wanted them to retire, like, be happy. Yeah, I yeah. want my mom to retire so bad. Yeah. she's um She has rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. And it's... That's debilitating. It's... You know what her job is? What? She's a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. So she has to cut hair, use mm-hmm. her hands... Blow dry people mm-hmm. all day, day long, and then Eight, her, ten hours. Yeah, yeah. Her condition is getting worse by the year. Yeah, I. So it's urgent for me. Yeah. To get out of here to start making money because yeah. I want to buy. Her retirement. Yeah. I just want her to not work anymore because yeah. she's worked her whole life. Isn't that interesting though? It's like we want our parents not to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because we see it. We see how hard it is. Yeah. And, like, the physical and emotional, you know, it's just, like, I, I don't want you to have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So when I get lazy, I'm, like, my fucking father woke up seven days a week. There was no, at 5 a.m. to milk fucking cows yeah. and shovel shit. There's like, no day off when you're a farmer. Yeah, but it's, I think it's the other, yeah, it's, like, mm-hmm. my parents, like, however parents worked. And it's, like, what is that? Like, when you observe people who work so hard. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's and also then, delusion that their kids mm-hmm. are going to be something amazing, something exceptional. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, this is for them. Mm-hmm. My parents had one day off a year, mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. It was my favorite day of yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They work yeah. nights. So during yeah. the day they'd sleep. 
yeah. and at night they'd go and they they would work yeah. they were clean suit like grocery stores yeah. like super walmarts they would yeah. clean two people would clean a super walmart in one night yeah and um i didn't really see them at all yeah. honestly yeah like, I just took care of myself, yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the thing is you saw what hard work was. Mm-hmm. And I you think... saw what commitment was. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm just thinking about it now. It's like when you're when kids just see somebody comes home from a cushy job, like, they can mm-hmm. come and take over, you know. Like, Noah's the last. He's like, oh, all you do is post on Facebook. And, you, <laughs> you know, you just shoot the shit. Like, that's what you and so it's like That's he's so not mean. learning how to work so... hard though you know what i'm saying it's like oh working is just like posting on facebook yeah just like sitting around and gossip you know like chit-chatting with students no. i'm not working hard <laughs> work is not just physical labor mm-hmm. like we do f- they did physical labor so we wouldn't have to do mm-hmm. physical labor oh, so, so we would just make money mm-hmm. with our brains mm-hmm. yeah so i didn't get my finger cut off at eight years old mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so okay. that's why, like, I always think that whatever I'm doing, mm-hmm. I can always do it hard, like, work harder. <laughs> like, I can always oh, yeah, work yeah, harder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But also the line about my scholarship, uh, I lost my scholarship because it fell below the 3.0 yeah. requirement. I She cut out all the parts there about how this is the chancellor's yeah, no, I was <laughs> I was just glad that she let that, because I was surprised they let that in. Really? Oh. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I, I really... So, I mean, this leadership scholarship that's supposed to be for students in need like me mm-hmm. was uh, set such high barriers that were just, like, unrealistic mm-hmm. for people that they are trying to serve in the first place. And then mm-hmm. I added in that line about do not think I deserve the scholarship. Mm-hmm. Like, do mm-hmm. not think I am a leader in my field. Do not think that I demonstrate financial need. Do not think I'm worth investing in. Mm-hmm. No, I went off in my, my draft for sure. But, um, and then people afterwards at the reception, yeah. they came up to me and they're like, when you said that stuff about your GPA falling 3.0, yeah. oh, I've been there and I have been there. Yeah. So a lot of people related, Yeah. but a lot of people didn't have money that was tied to it. Right. And this is an, right, right, this right. is engineering. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? You're going to fall That's below right. a 3.0. Mm-hmm. You're going to fail statics for sure. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. If you're not an yeah. engineer, you've not failed <laughs> statics yet. Right. Yeah, I stand right. by that. Yeah. What's your closing thing? We talked about a lot of different um, things. Um, sort of the best things you decided to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what would you have done? Like what decisions ended up being significant that you didn't know were significant? You know, like you wish you would handle differently. I think that um, realizing that the plan I had in high school Mm-hmm. was not something that was set in stone. Yeah. I th- I wish I had done that differently. Yeah. I feel like I wasted two years trying to get into a major that I was not going to be able to get into mm-hmm. because that was my plan from high school mm-hmm. uh, originally. So um, what was that major? So I, ca- I came in as biomedical engineering. Yeah. And as a high school kid, I didn't even know what it, it was. was. Like, I didn't yeah. really... I just saw that it had great potential for growth, a great yeah. salary, and it sounded impressive. And yeah. I like science. Sure, why not? Yeah, I like yeah, biology. You're 18. Yeah, yeah. 18. Or 17. Yeah, 18 years old. Like, you're uh-huh. not going to be, you're not making the best decisions mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So if I had just recognized that, like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go more with the flow. Mm-hmm. Right? Because no matter what major I end up at, mm-hmm. I'm going to be successful in it. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. So, like, 
I remember Ahmed was saying that, like, I started as physics, and I was going to go into philosophy. Yeah. And people kept joking about, how are you going to make money with philosophy? Yeah. He's like, it doesn't matter. I'll make money with any major. Right. With any degree. Right. 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 It's right. the person. It's not mm-hmm. the major that people mm-hmm. want. Um, so if I had not wasted that time, I wouldn't be a fifth-year senior. Yeah. And mm-hmm. being a fifth-year senior is costly, mm-hmm. literally, in terms of the extra tuition, the extra mm-hmm. student loans you have to take on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would have just chosen bio and ag from the beginning, and mm-hmm. I would have gone where the wind took me. Right, 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 right. And uh, and it so wasn't less than. Like, you didn't. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was still an engineering major. It was mm-hmm. just different. Mm-hmm. It's a different atmosphere. It's a different focus. I never thought that I would be a water resources engineer. Like, that is not a field you that. You probably didn't even know existed. Yeah, I did not know stormwater controls existed or any mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. I think that don't be so hung up on details because like people want you as a person mm-hmm. not the title on your diploma yeah, yeah right that yeah. that diploma is going to get your foot in the door yeah but it's not guarantee your success right and last thing i would say mm-hmm. is like you can't just rely on a diploma anymore you have to you have to be doing something else yeah like a lot of kids i feel like they think Oh, I'm I'm gonna get that degree and I'm gonna get really high GPA and yeah. everyone's gonna be banging down my door mm-hmm. wanting me to work for them or be as their grad student. Yeah. No. No no no. Yeah. Maybe in the seventies. Yeah. When not that many people went yeah. to college. Yeah, yeah, Maybe. Yeah. But how did you get your internship? By a person. Made, made not, connections. Right. Right. So I would say treat mm-hmm. everything as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 shut the door on something because you didn't think that's what you'd be interested in right. or because this isn't the vision you had for right. yourself right. when you were 18. Right. Be adaptable. Right. Be flexible. Yeah. And just be open to new experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. open for sure. Yeah. Except that you don't know everything. <laughs> for sure. You know? <laughs> no. No mm-hmm. one ever does know everything. Mm-hmm. There's people still trying to figure things out in their 60s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So be adaptable to change. Change yeah. is your friend. Don't re- um, don't resist it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Change yeah. is your friend. friend. Because things will always change. And right. it's those people mm-hmm. that don't embrace change mm-hmm. that get left behind. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be left behind. Mm-hmm. TRIO Student Support Services Program and Student Support Services STEM are federally funded college retention and completion programs. These programs focus on academic, personal, and career support for under-resourced undergraduate students. At TRIO SSS and SSS STEM, our goal is helping our students reach their goals. We are currently accepting new students to our program. Apply today. Go to www.ncsu.edu to learn more about student support services at NC State.